Hello. Well, hello again. It's so hot. It is very hot in this recording room. Yep, well, we're here for you guys again. We are. Um, this is the second interview we're recording today, right after my interview. So yeah. now we're moving on to Sean. Yep, on to me. Hello, Sean. Hello. Hello, Sean. So Hi. We'll, get, we'll get straight back. We'll shake into it, right? Straight into it. How are you? <laughs> How are you? Quite fine today, actually. All right. Quite a decent day. We're done. Much. <laughs> okay. All right, so um, let's let's start with tell us about your childhood, growing up in Peckham. What was that like? But first, before anybody, oh. who doesn't know about what's the reputation of Peckham for for people who may may not live in the UK? What is what's Peckham Joy's known for? With me, because <laughs> <laughs> no, I lived, I basically lived like two halves of Peckham. So like, if you split like my nineteen years in Peckham, or like sorry, eighteen years of Peckham, like nine years, nine years, it's like half of it. Or just over half of it is like the bad in it, so yeah. like the gangs, violence, all that, robberies, all that, and then like the later years, like into like my last three years of well, not my last three years, but my, my last three years before coming to uni, started getting gentrified, better, more white people we've been in. So like, oh. just became, no, literally, <laughs> say this became like more like now Peckham is nowhere near as bad as it used to be. It's like quite a more like nicer area, like wait, like the houses that being that are being built now are like way nicer huh. stuff like that so it's not as bad as it used to be but earlier like in my first, like the first 15 years was obviously what everybody expected what everybody heard Peckham was and would be so yeah so as a child did you have a lot of interaction with the gangs and shit like that yeah the one depends mm, sort of it's like you'd see them you'd hear of them and because where I lived I had like a football pitch right behind my house. Yeah. So and it was called <laughs> Brimington Park. So I'd played it a lot. And like even like one of one of my good friends that um I met in secondary school, I used to play with him like in year when I was in year two and I never knew who he was. Mm-hmm. And I met him randomly and he came to Brimington like when we were year eight and we knew who we ch- we were like, Oh, you came you, you used to come here and then like we like became friends then properly. But yeah, so like in that park that's where I'm like I met a lot of people and then Five years later, when I go older, they're all in gangs, they're all this, that. Really? So, yeah, like, a lot of people, like, say, so, like, I know a lot of people that are in gangs, but then that I used to play football with, that I'm friends with purely because I used to play football with them in that park. I see. So, yeah, it's like, that's really the main reason why I have, I know them and stuff like that, but I've never really got involved in that or anything like that. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. That's so why my mum bought me PlayStation and stuff like that to stop me from going outside to join them type of things. Ah. So yeah, she thought like she she obviously hated it. She used to complain about the games and all that, but she thought at least if she gave me the Wii, she gave me the PlayStation, the DS, it would stop me from going out to do stupid stuff. <laughs> which clearly, fair enough. So when did your parents buy you your first console then? Oh, my first console. The thing is, I don't remember exactly when I got my first console. The first moment I remember playing, I just remember. In my room, it was dark, and I remember one. I remember, you know, like the box TVs were like the extra bit at the back. Yeah, them old TVs. Mm-hmm. I just remember that I PlayStation Two, me and my brother, and Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga. That's the first wow. moment I remember playing games like that. Clicks in my head. Mm. So did you play with that. your brother a lot then? Yeah, the like me, him and me played like we hundred percented all those like Batman's all those Lego games played battle the old battle fronts together yeah. even now like we play we're playing the new Lego Star Wars together like we play games a lot like the two player games that you usually play we play them a lot together mm-hmm. even now oh 
So did did you spend most of your childhood then inside playing games, or did you have did you go and participate in sports? No, half half. Like I, I played um for um what's it called the Brimington Park kind of like a football team ish for a bit. So that's when I started playing like organized proper organized football. Okay. Then I went to like some like tryout stuff like that. Played there, played a bit for my school here and there. Played mainly in my primary school. Played a bit for my secondary school stuff like that. So I did play football a lot. That was like the main one because obviously the football pitch. So I just naturally played. Yeah. Because like my dad would take us when we were young. Me and my brother would play. Mm-hmm. So that was the main thing we did. Was okay. football at a bit early age, and then it was like half half. So games as well. Like as I said, my mom hated it. So mm-hmm. really, truly, she only let us play games on the weekends. Okay. So we didn't play during school weeks. But like she still let us play most of the time, like with no real restrictions, as long as we did work and homework and revision and stuff like that. Hmm. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Um, what was your favorite childhood memory then? Oh. Oh my god! My favorite childhood. So when you say childhood, like what year? Up to what year? Um, let's say until ten. Ten. Ten, 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 ten so to twelve. Before the age of twelve. My favorite childhood memory. Was it like a, a trip, or was it a specific family mm, event? Actually, if it comes to my, oh, that's such a hard question. Um, I'm gonna say this one, but I'm not too sure. <laughs> I remember it was exactly when we were twelve. So this was year six. We went on a trip to the Isle of Wight. Cool. And um, it was like, um, what was it? it was like one of them, like, you, like, you know them, have you guys ever been on a trip in your six where you, like, go out? Like, I don't know, you may have gone Wales or something like that, where you go and you, like, spend time, like, a week in some place, and it's, like, an adventure place, and you'll do, like, rock climbing, do this. Yes, yes, oh. yes. Yeah, so we did that. And when I got there, I was sick. So I was completely bedridden for the first day. Oh so no. I couldn't do anything. This is your best experience. This is your favourite memory. So I was better I couldn't do anything the first day. Then the second day, my um, because I, I was literally the only person that was sick, and then one of my teachers just stayed with me the whole day. Then the second day when I got better, I went out, and the one the nice thing that my whole, my, the whole class did for me was that they redid all the stuff on the first day so that I could do it, Aww. so I didn't miss out on it. So that was a good thing that they did for me. So yeah, that's probably the best thing I could think of now before the age of twelve. Wow, they actually like recreated everything. Yeah, they just redid everything that they did the first day that I missed that one, so that I could at least do it because I was completely sick that first one. Maybe they just really enjoyed it the first day. (laughs) Wanted to do it again. Maybe yes. Thanks for (laughs) maybe they did that. So did you? uh, Were you able to go on a lot of those kind of trips throughout your during school and stuff? School, primary school took us on trips. That I can oh no, they took us a couple trips. The main trip was that one, the one that's the main trip where we went like for multiple days at a time. Yeah, but most trips are just like museums, like adventure parks. Okay, uh, where else did we go? We went, you did Duke, Duke of Edinburgh, didn't you? I did Duke, Duke of Edinburgh was in year nine, in year so nine. that's in secondary school, but in primary school, though, that's where in secondary school they didn't take us that many places. They took us one time to the science museum, okay, when we were oh, very young. Cool. I remember when we were like year seven. We went to some religious retreat. I don't remember that much that well religious at all. Religious retreat? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I forgot where. I completely, because this is your service. Indoctrination right forgot. there. It was that like some religious retreat? Because obviously my secondary school was a Catholic secondary school. So it was like proper, like as in, the thing is there was a lot of other, what's it called, religions as well. Like there's like one of my good friends is Muslim. One of my good friends is a Buddhist, is a, what's it called, Hindu. Hindu like, mm. So really truly is like, you could be, it wasn't just Catholicism in it. So they didn't force you to do anything. That's good. Like, so like one, like literally some people didn't go to the religious retreat because obviously they're not 
Catholic and the school doesn't really care because. Then what, what would they do on these tr- retreats? Were you re- reciting the Bible or? It's like bi- it's like bi- it's like Bible studies, isn't it? It's oh God! Like, God. It's for like a that. week. It's just like, oh no, no, not for a week. Now it was like for a day. So oh just God! Day. It was like Bible studies. Like they'll take you to some like nice place, and there'll be some like person that will just start teaching. I don't know. It was like very a, priest, it was a long or? time ago. Um, yeah, it was like one of the people that go do missionaries on like in oh different countries. God. So they'll start talking to you about their missionaries, talking about the Bible. We did that like twice in year seven, and that's it. I think they still do it now that every, like in year seven, they go on that one, at least one retreat every every year seven, like cohort. Uh, so wow. yeah, that's the, I actually forgot about that till just now, to be honest. But yeah. Wow. That is, I mean, that has shocked me to the core. Are they. <laughs> what was your, what, what were you thinking at the time when you went on these retreats? I think I obviously I thought it was just completely boring, yeah. but I didn't really care too much about like like just religion. I just followed what they did. I was like, oh, all right, then. I was all like, right, you told you said go read a Catholic retreat. I was like, okay. So read the Bible, okay. I didn't really argue or anything like that. Didn't really complain too much. Did you just did it ever? Um, did you ever consider that this a religion is not for you at this point, or were you like fully? But not really. It's just like I feel like with religion, it's just something you can believe in. So it gives you, like, to some people, they don't care. Some people just gives them a reason to do things. Yeah. So I feel like with me, having God, having a religion, just allows me to think, okay, it's, it's easier to, like, be like, this is the right thing to do, this is the wrong thing to do. If I don't do the right thing, this can happen, mm. that can happen in the end of life. So it gives you a reason to, like, do good things, do bad things. It gives you, like, a reason to actually go down a good path. So you use kind of religion as a morality? Yeah, like... It's, as it's, a guide? Yeah, it's like a guide, yeah. Because okay. obviously, everybody knows in the Bible, there's a lot of things that are very outdated for nowadays, and the Catholic, and the Catholic Church are very sh- stupid sometimes <laughs> with what they say. So it's like sorry, Pope. It is sorry, Pope. But <laughs> your predecessors a bit, isn't it? But <laughs> as I say, like it's just so I just use it as a way. Like obviously, I take some bits that make sense in nowadays because yeah. some things just won't work in today's era. They work in the fucking 1400s, but not now, innit? Mm. So I take some things to help me, some things I don't really listen to, but overall, I still use it as like a guide to help. So do you see yourself as kind of a, a religious person? Yeah, I still believe in God. I still believe there's somebody who created us and stuff like that. So I still, like, I still believe in Jesus all that. So yeah. Mm. And did your parents help instill that into you? Or? To an extent, yeah. Mom's mom's not super religious, but like she's like a active Christian. So she okay. like was taking me to church every weekend, showing me mm. the way, like saying, obviously do good things, stuff like that. Yeah. The on my dad's side, my dad's whole side is Muslim. Okay. So he doesn't because of like work and stuff. He doesn't like practice it too heavily now. Yeah. But he tries when he can. When he can, when he can, so yeah, like, but mostly my my dad just let me go to my mom's like carefully. Like, even my bad dad sometimes when he was off work would go to church with us and stuff oh, like okay. that. So yeah, that's what we mainly did. Was all of us were brought up Christian. Oh. Wow, wow! I did not. I I mean, I, I did not expect that. I would always assume that your parent, the everybody's parents, would be the same kind of religion. Same religion. No, my dad's my whole dad says Muslim, my whole mom says Christian. Even I have a what's it called? My grandpa gave me a mid, uh, Muslim middle name. Oh so really? Like, what yeah, is it? It's Farouk. So like, I have, like, but my grandpa gave me a middle name on my dad's side, which is the Muslim one. My grandpa on my mom's side gave me a middle name, and then my godmother gave me a middle name. So I have three main ones, and then obviously billions of others, but. The three main ones are the ones that I use or say. Okay. What role What role did you think that your parents have had 
on your on your childhood or on your life? <laughs> so. Well, in terms of like, um, hmm, in terms of it, the way that my parents work, it's very weird because, like, my dad wasn't really. My mom was more strict than my dad, like quite much. <laughs> my my dad was um quite less strict than my mom. Okay. My dad was very like when you got him angry, he was very like yeah. what's it called direct. Mm-hmm. But like more, he would like be more open to me doing things, more free. Like he would be like more up to date with it. But my mom was more strict overall. So really, truly, is like on a day to day basis. Whenever I did something bad, it would be my mom scolding me, stuff like telling me not to do that, this that. But like whenever I did something very bad, then it would go to my then my mom would go to my dad. Yeah, that's when it. Yeah. It's the same with me. To be fair, it's the exactly. same same dynamic. So yeah, but it's like I always like looked up to my dad because of the the way like the hardships it took to him to get here. What kind of so hardships? Like, if you don't mind. Oh, uh, it's just because when he was like when he was young, innit? It's like it was very hard. Like he was like he went to Switzerland at the age of seventeen mm. to work there as a chef. Then he went back to um, Nigeria. And yeah. then obviously he had problems with like because of like it was, he had weird problems because of visa and stuff like that to get to London, England, innit? Oh, I that see. made it very difficult for some reason. So then when he got here, then he was got here like he only had literally his um his his uncle, but it's like his uncle's like two days, he's like two years younger than him. Mm-hmm. So like they just act like brothers. So like his, <laughs> oh yeah, my exactly. god, this is weird. Yeah. So like his <laughs> uncle like was there there. And they just like what's it called? It was just them two in England alone, like just them two. They lived in a flat together, and it's just like he literally just worked any job he could just to get up to where he is now, and like obviously set up the life for me and my brother, and my sister. Mm-hmm. So I always look up to him, and like obviously I think the way I act, I'm like I can never do what he does. Did at my age, I can never do that. I go to a different country, completely yeah. know nobody. And just sit down, no like distractions, because he could go do whatever the hell he wants. Because even at this time, at age like nineteen, he had my mum in it, so like he was like still he was with my mum. So he just at that age to just be direct and work hard, something I can never do. So that's why I always like respect him and understand like when he scolds me, he's like I know where he's coming from in it. Mm. Is the, do you see him as in, an inspiration? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, like if literally is like if I could work as hard as he did. Like I want, I want to work as hard as he did because, like, he literally, the things he went through were ridiculous yeah. at that mm. age, at my age, mm. literally. So, did so, it yeah. motivate you? Is this motivating mm. you to yeah, go nah. into a specific career and to yeah, have nah, the same definitely. work ethic yeah. that he does? Yeah, no, nah, like when I go to do the job I eventually want to do, I want to work as hard as him, have the like dedication, not like the to like ignore all the distractions and stuff like the way he did at his age. I wouldn't be able to do that. Mm. Wow. Hard. Like, yeah, it's hard, really hard. We know that now. <laughs> <laughs> what What would you think that? What were the challenges that you faced growing up? Mm. Just mention some of them. I didn't even have really overall. I didn't have too many challenges growing. I lived quite a, just a normal life. It was just really just avoiding the bad areas of where I lived, going to school, mm-hmm. at, like being good, doing normal stuff like just not getting into fights stuff like that obviously there was like the odd slip up where i do something stupid yeah but overall it was just it was just literally just avoiding all the bad stuff because in like um, no matter what something is gonna happen like where i was with, like where you're just walking there'll be some like 18 year old when you're like 11 they'll be like oh would you like to do this for me da, 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 da. and they're like there's always people around like that did that happen to you 
Yeah, no, nah, I remember one time it was weird. It's like, I don't know what, the guy was a weird guy. Like, <laughs> I just finished playing football and my brother, well, I told my brother to go ahead, didn't it? And so he went home and I was walking home and the guy came up to me and he was like, he, he just like watched us play football. Like, obviously, because people just watch something like there's like a gate, like a big blue gate and people just watch. Yeah. And he just came up to me and he's like, you're very good at football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to take this money? Da, 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 da. And then, like, obviously, like, my mum always taught me, people, they'll give you money and then they'll come back later and they'll be like, oh, you owe me something for the money you gave me. And then, like, obviously, I always knew not to take the money in it, no yeah. matter what. So he was like, give me money and then, and then I can, like, make you more money da, 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 if you do this for me. And I was like, um, yeah, I'll think about it later. No, in it. Wow. And, like, yeah, so, like, things like that happen <coughs> all the time where people try to get you to <coughs> become, like, a little runner for them where they, you do, like, those sell drugs and stuff like that. That so always happens. That's county lines, then. Right? Yeah, like, they try and do stuff like that for you. Like, that's what people... Well, he just do. left you then? Yeah, no, after that, that yeah. he just didn't come back. So, yeah, because I didn't... Because, like, they literally... They don't waste time. It's like, if you take it, then they'll start... Yeah, they're yeah. you up to do it, but if you just ignore them, they won't do anything because, like, they're, they're like 19, you're 11, they're not going to do anything much to you. Yeah, they have like their own ops to fight. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. Did school ever address these kind of issues? No, nah, definitely. Yeah, we always had um PCSHE days on like knife crime, stuff like that, drug crime, country line, stuff like that. So, schools because obviously, our school the funniest thing about our school is that the main gang in London. Well, back then, I don't know really care much now, but was Zone 2. And a lot of the people who were in Zone 2 came from my secondary school. Oh so when I was in year 7, like, I knew a lot of them who were in year 11. So I knew a lot of them. So, like, all the songs they released now, I see their names. I'm like, I know his real name from <laughs> secondary school, innit? Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's like, a lot of them were in our school. And obviously, the teachers know, because so our school's, like, right in the middle of Peckham, innit? So they know, like, oh, this kid, they'll see the music video, like, that's, that's the kid I used to teach and stuff like that. Yeah. So we wow. knew a lot, like a lot of us knew a lot of them. And then obviously some people had cousins that were in gangs. Some people had bro- older brothers that were in gangs and stuff like that. So really and truly, like all of us in our, like, especially when we went into school in year seven, a lot of us had like connections or knew of or knew like older gang members and stuff like that. Just off like family relations, school relations, stuff like that. Were you ever kind of scared of was there any moment where you're like oh shit this this is life or death in terms of anything related to the gangs like walking it around specifically or? about yeah, oh no but uh, it, obviously i've had like times there's like only twice i've been robbed because there was one time in year only seven. twice only <laughs> twice yeah it's only because people have had it way more times it was just one time in year seven where he took my oyster and at this time i had like a very shit phone so he just looked at my phone and gave it back to me because <laughs> my phone was shit. But then I had two other friends what with me. Fuck? One of them he took, because they take, because what they do, they take your oyster so that if you ever snitch, they know your name and face. I don't know why they do that. Exactly. So it's just, and then. Did he threaten you with a knife and stuff? Or no, they're just like five inches taller than me. So I'm not going to fight adult. them. Like yeah. They're like grown 18 year old men with beards, and I'm like a little year seven with yeah. a fucking rocket backpack. I'm not running anywhere or mm. fighting them. So when they said, literally, we're just walking, and they were in front, and one went in front, one like walked quickly ahead of us and turned, and they were like, hey, they were like, he's like, come around the corner, innit? and then we turned and we saw two people behind us. So we just had to like, we're not gonna fight them. So we just, all of us like fucking five foot two. So we just followed in it and listened. And they just took, uh, we took my oyster, you left after, you didn't take anything off of me. But my other two friends, one of them, he took one of the oysters and took one of their like necklaces. And then 
the other friend, he took his phone because he had actual, like, he had an up-to-date phone, so he took that. And then after that, just left us. Oh, my God. So, yes, the other time wasn't too deep. The other time was what happened again. They didn't really rob us. They just, like, tried to intimidate us, and it was they just walked away because after that, because it was, like, people started walking past more and more, so then that. So that's really it. There was another time. It wasn't really with gangs, but we were playing basketball, and... Um, it was like one of my friends, somebody must have been, one of my friends had new shoes mm-hmm. and some guy walked past and looked at his shoes and my friend was like, my friend looked at him and then the guy just looked at him and was like, what do you, why are you looking at me like that? Oh. He's like, nothing in it, in it. And then obviously the guy, for some reason, took that as an insult, in it? Oh God. So he sat, he went there around the corner and he sat there. I was just playing basketball, carrying on in it. And then multiple people came in it to go sit with him. Like, like there was like, 15 people now and there's only like seven of us like or six of us playing basketball oh my god and then the way the court was which is very annoying there's one entrance the gate the actual gate is locked but you see the court where like football goals yeah the football goal was open so that's the only way you can enter mm-hmm. and they entered through there and obviously the way they cornered us so obviously we can't go anywhere yeah and he went straight to my friend with these shoes who um apparently assaulted him in it and he went up to him and he just punched him in the face and just started like, beating him up and stuff like that Fuck. for no reason. And obviously, we tried to help and then he backed out a knife. And then obviously, Fuck. you can't do anything much about that, innit? And then, like, all that happened. And then there was... The, the one thing that annoys me that day the most is that there was somebody on, like, a on like a um, balcony thing looking, innit? And all he did was a shout, oh, I don't have to do that, stop it, stop it. He didn't do anything else. He just looked at us and just shouted, stop doing that, you don't have to do this, man, leave him alone, da 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 da, da. And that's, that really annoyed me, because, like, he could have called, like, we had to wait until, because even my friend got, like, a little mark, stab mark on his, like, um, one a little one on his neck and a little one on his, like, inside here on his, uh, what's his wow. under his armpit. Yeah. And then after, when they left, that's when we called the ambulance and the police and stuff like that. But then obviously it's like there's the police can only really do so much, shouldn't it? Against people that they couldn't see their faces. The yeah. guy that was up from the balcony just fucked off after that. So yeah, that's that's probably the worst thing that happened. And that happened not even that long, that happened like three years ago. That wasn't Shit. that long ago, to be honest, that one happened. So did you have many encounters with the police then? No, nah, not really. Well, obviously uh, yeah, it's Peckham, so kind of. In terms of like calling them that's only happened once that time because that was actually serious yeah mm. um other than that i've been stopped to stop to search a couple of times obviously because just in the area they'll be like oh there's high crimes what do you call that again Literally. well section 60, section 60 where you yeah. can just search anyway where there's high crime rate if like something bad something happened. just happened so that's like i'll just search everybody but personally i've that's why i never really have a problem with police i've always had great interactions with police every time i get searched they're always funny they always like respectful, calm. Because as soon as they come, they just like yeah, they're just like hello, how's your day? In it, they'll say they'll they'll give you like the reasons. They'll be like section sixty. Da, 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 da. We have search area, but are searching like indiscriminately in the area because of the like um the way people Re- yeah, there's like stabbing and stuff like that. Stabbing. And they'll be like, because I'm in a tracksuit, so I can't blame them. They'll be like, the guy was in a tracksuit, <laughs> and the guys of um, what's it called? Um, the guys, he, they'll, they obviously say it better, but they'll say he's a black man in it. So I'll be like, you know, makes sense. I can't blame you in it. Cool. And as long as they're respectful, they're respectful. They'll start making jokes. They just ask me like, how's your day been? Uh, and I don't mind that. As long as they're respectful, I don't mind getting searched at all. It doesn't affect me in any way to this. And every time I've been searched, they're always respectful, so I don't mind it. So you've not had one bad encounter? Never had a bad encounter with police. That's why I don't really understand what people always... Because some people do it to themselves, where they 
act a bit too wryly, they act a bit too aggressive, and then the police just have to, they can't do much but match the energy to yeah. get to like carry out their jobs as long as like you're very respectful calm relaxed police don't they will they will be nice back so that's why it's not that bad they'll even be like after they'll be like oh if you have any problems with the search you just go to the police office like they're very nice people if you give them the chance to be mm. so do you think a lot of people in from from your area would give the police quite a hard time or yeah no because I, the, me, that's me personally. Some people obviously do have bad times with police, like naturally, so I can't really blame them. Yeah. But in the area, like, some people do just overdo it, like in the area. That's why policing in Peckham is very annoying because you'll go up to them, you'll be like, we just need to search you. And they'll be very, like, they'll make it seem like they have something on them from the way they act. Yeah. So that's why it's very, they sometimes, again, sometimes they just do it to themselves. And look a bit sus. Exactly. They literally just look a bit sus, like, with the way they act. So this makes the police want to search them more. They're like, why are you acting so rightly if you have nothing on you? Yeah. Mm. So, okay. yeah. So I'm curious now, because you lived in Peckham in the middle of London. What made you want to study biology? Or is it mar- marine biology you want to study? Microbiology yeah, now, right? What made you want to study that? Because it doesn't hmm. seem like well, the logical, logical thing. The kids thing where you're like, oh, I want to be a national all that. So I was mainly <laughs> wanting to be, um, uh, what's it called, a doctor surgeon in it. That okay. was what I wanted to be throughout the entirety of year, like year top to year ten. Up to year ten, just before yeah. GCSEs. Yeah, and then I had one period in year eight where I wanted to be an ast- um, a fucking what's called astronomer. But after that, mainly <laughs> I wanted to be a surgeon. Mm. And I got to year like. 10 and i was doing computer science yeah and i was then i became half half like i've changed a lot of what i would do that became half i wanted to be a game designer or something like that. <laughs> i also wanted to be a surgeon <laughs> that's boring exactly so i was half half with it so i didn't know what to do and then my gcse's came out and i realized i got like a six in computer science so i only got like a low <laughs> b exactly and then but then i got an a and i got an a star in um biology Fair and enough. I was like, huh. if I go and start biology, <laughs> might sort of I might as well stick to the biology part because I enjoy it and I'm good at it. Yeah. There's no point in me doing computer science where half of it I'm stupid and half of it I'm good at. So then I was just like, you know what, let me stick to the computer science. Cool. Yeah. And let me tell you to the biology, calm. So I went through year 11 and year 12 wanting to be a surgeon. Then I realised being a surgeon takes a long time to become that. It does. Like to, to become a doctor alone takes like long. fucking, I will leave uni when I'm 10 years, 20. right? Yeah, like it's, it's yeah, a long time. Long. So I sat down, I was like, I don't really want to stay studying for 10 years straight, you know? And like, to be a surgeon, like, it's a lot of studying, a lot of revision. Yeah. So I just looked into other areas of biology where I'd enjoy it. And I realised, when I do, like, practical stuff, I really do like the research aspect of it. Like, after researching other people's um, data compared to mine, mm. or researching before you do the practical. Yeah. Or just, I just enjoy, like, and in general, I just enjoy, like, finding out new stuff. Like, I just like learning, like, new stuff in general. Like, you know, when you just randomly go down the whole of YouTube where you're just watching loads of videos. Yeah. So then I realised, I was like, let me pick an aerial biology I like. Yeah. And let me try and become a researcher in it. Hmm. So I picked, at first I picked my um biochemistry. Yeah. And then it was between, like, before I went into uni, it was between biochemistry and bio- microbiology. Then I learned that you could change at the end of your foundation year. Mm-hmm. So I picked microbiology. I picked f- um, bio- biochemistry did it then i had a talk with one of my lecturers and they told me the aspect the good aspects of microbiology and the good aspects of bio- biochemistry and that egged me on to change to microbiology rule. Hmm. 
I said, no, I just want to be a researcher in some type of aspects of microbiology. Mm. And if it leads on to mainly because of marine biology allows you to travel, yeah. I would like to be do something like that. That'd be cool. Exactly. That would be pretty sick, to be fair. Oh. Yeah, like, the biggest in Peckham, a lot of my friends grew up in Peckham or in, like, the areas surrounding Peckham, and a lot of them want to yeah. do, like, crazy. Like, one of them wants to be a lawyer. A lot of them study economics in the uni now. Like, a lot of, like, our secondary school was, like, one of, like, was one of the best in London for a secondary school in Peckham because our teachers were quite strict and they were quite like like they were quite strict but down to earth so okay. I had a lot of good relationships with a lot of my teachers that's good in terms of like they helped me get to like this level for the area we lived in they helped us all get to a certain level where we could be like going to good unis studying good things and stuff like that did any of your teachers inspire you? hmm I had one teacher in chemistry I can think of right now. I actually know I had two good teachers that I really liked. One was my history teacher, Mr. Vaughan. He was our head of year from the like halfway through year seven, he became our head of year all the way to year 11. Mm-hmm. And he was like, the way he he really like instilled very important stuff that we should all learn. Like, there's this one phrase he always used. And for some reason, the first time I heard it was when he said it to us in year seven. And it was funny because he said it the first week of our being our head of year when he came and mm-hmm. like introduced himself. He said it. At the year level when we left, he said it again. What was he it? He said, what's it called? Um, manners make the man in it. <laughs> so like, he just Kingsman. kept it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> he said that. And we all just, we obviously we all like, you know, that's obviously that's cliche. And we all know that, innit? Yeah. So we all know that manners are important. And obviously as we grew, we understood that. Oh, overall, that's what he said actually makes sense. Because it like, grows It's hard you to have into, manners. Exactly. It actually it's grows you into like, grew into like good yeah. men. And like, he was, it was funny because when he like, saw C11, like he, He's very like rigid man, like he's six foot three, very like big man, like he's a very like rigid man. But like the way he acted when we were leaving, he was very like you could tell he was physically like, upset and he was like, I'm happy, like I'm proud of all you guys growed up, or stuff like that. Yeah. So he's like one of my main te- like teachers that made me happy. And he was also my history teacher. So he oh. was the main reason why I like history and learn this stuff right now. Then wow. another teacher was my chemistry teacher, Miss Bridges, I remember her. She um what's it called? She was my chemistry teacher and she's one of the main reasons why I like biology a lot now as well because she was like, sure, you clearly do way better in biology than you do in chemistry, innit? So she was like, why don't you like follow the path of your like biology, innit? Yeah. And like obviously she was an Oxford student as well so she also was very helpful in terms of revision and stuff, especially like when I was having problems in the physical part of chemistry, she was very like adamant yeah. to help me because I was very sometimes I got lazy like I'm just naturally naturally I just have like a very short attention span and I'm very lazy mm. in general so she was very helpful in terms of like stopping me being lazy and stuff like that in class and stuff mm. okay. so both of them were quite big helps Mr Vaughan was the head of year and Miss Bridges is the chemistry teacher okay from your childhood or from your time at school what, what's one thing you would change one thing I'd change do or even just do differently do differently hmm to be honest the only problems i really had were all year seven after that i was quite it's just after that I was just random detentions for being like homework the occasional back chat to a teacher but mainly it was year seven and the thing i changed was i got put into the fucking um isolation in the first month of school because it's something stupid wait well, what's isolation oh isolation basically if you do something bad, like it's bad but not very bad to get excluded. 
you'll get put in isolation. Like you get sent to a room, like into a classroom in somewhere in the school. Yeah. Where it's just you and a teacher for a whole day. The whole yeah, day. Yeah, you don't go to like normal lessons. You don't go to like out for lunch. You get put in, ex- in, in include like, in, is ex- what did I say? What yeah, I internal exclusion. Inter- internal exclusion. Yeah. yeah. Internal so exclusion. So it's like inside, in t- like you're not excluded from the school. Like but yeah. you can't yeah. mix with anyone. You can't go out. Like uh-huh. you even finish at 4 p.m. stuff like that. So it's just like a long punishment. Wow. And I got put into it. The thing is, I was perfect up until a certain point where I'm not gonna, I just gave in to being peer pressured into something stupid. Because we were playing. What did you do? Yeah. I saw, I was willing to see you guys before because we were playing table tennis. And two two of my friends from sec- primary school were playing table tennis. Yeah. And I was there. Then this random boy came, cut in front of me. And obviously, I didn't care to the first, did it? And I was like, you can't cut in front of me. So I just went back in front of him. Yeah. Then he pushed me out of the way. And then, obviously, I didn't want to do anything. But like my friends were like, oh, you can't have that. You can't have that. <laughs> yeah. oh, I you see. can't have it. So then I pushed him. Then he pushed me. And then I fell over. And we just started fighting. And then... Just teachers came running, pulled us apart, and we had to stay for head of year detention, which is a t- detention till um, five pm, five thirty pm. Jeez. Yeah, so like it's a two hour and thirty minute detention. So we stayed till then. Then I went home, and then my mom was like, "The school called and said you next week you're in internal exclusion." And then yeah, so then for that whole week I was just ex- like oh, internal exclusion. Long, yeah. Exactly. Did he get it as well? Yeah, he got yeah, it. Yeah, well. he got it. <laughs> Because so obviously they don't, he starts the fight and they just give it to the both of you. So then what would you change from that then? Would I'll just be? make sure I didn't do that moment. Because that's literally fight. the worst just thing I've had all year. Because that was the dumbest reason for me to fight. All the other reasons, that like there were some reasons for others, for other fights and stuff like that. Because the dumbest thing I've done in school was getting into fights. Hmm. So like that was, the, that was the dumbest fight I got into. And that's the one thing I just erase nicely. Cause that's the only bad thing I did was get internally excluded for a week yeah. in the first month of school. Were so most yeah. of the fights just driven by peer pressure, or in the end, of the day, all fights to an extent are driven by peer pressure because words are, words are only words to an extent. Yeah, obviously they can hurt people more people than others, mm-hmm. but it's like when somebody says something, you can overlook it. Then a group, then you have three people that be like. They're like when you hear that sound, like, ah, <laughs> don't like, take that. You can't. You just feel you. F- you always feel a bit shit if you don't do something. <laughs> so like a lot of that always causes a fight, and sometimes fights just happen randomly. Like I would slide tackle somebody, they would get upset, they would kick me, and then I'm just not. I would just get naturally angry at them kicking me, and then it'll start a fight. I so see. in school, I've only been in like five fights. Only five fights. Yeah, but see, I say only because there's people that have been like 10, 15. I, I so, can say, honestly, yeah. I've never been in a fight. That is very good. Because it's like, when you lose the fight, it's not good. Oh, I bet. And then when you win the fight, it's good. But then it also, like, say if it's your friend, it damages a relationship between mm. you and that person you fought. Luckily, like, one of my friends I got into a fight with was still very good friends now, in it? Yeah. So, yeah, like, not too bad for me. But all the other people, like, it was always, the people I got into fights were always people who were just a bit stupid with the way they acted. So they'll do something to me that just gets me annoyed. And they kind of provoke you? Yeah, they, like, provoke you into fighting, yeah, and then just start scrapping in the middle of thing. Like, I even told you, like, we called Brimington, like, the octagon, because whenever they we'd don't. have a... Yeah, whenever <laughs> we'd have, like, the football park behind my house, whenever we had... A organized fight because my school organized fight. Yeah, no, yeah, because you'd have a no like something would brew. Meet me at, at lunchtime, innit? 
at lunchtime. So say, yep, Brimington, 4 p.m. Brimington, 4 p.m. What the fuck? And then because <laughs> I my school. this was only <laughs> like nah. for the movies and no, shit. No, this happens. Uh, it does happen. In school, it's because my school's only uh, eight minute walk away from my house, and Brimington was right behind my house. So me and my friends, may, me and my, like, my main group of friends, like eight of us, would always go and play football in Brimington after school, anyways. Yeah. And then obviously all, everybody else knew about it. So never there was an organized fight. Brimington, 4 p.m. So co like half the half of our year, there'll be like fucking twenty five of us go to Brimington. The two people in the middle, there will be one person be like, "Okay, go," and they'll just start fighting all of us <laughs> around recording. Are they all like circling? Yeah, we'll circle, well? we'll circle them recording. And they're like, "Come on, yeah, go, go, go!" There's like there's times where there was a time where Mr. Vaughan came on in his car and he came past and we all just scattered around. <laughs> And then because that day it was this was year ten, so that day we had um, what was it work? What's it called? Work experience evening, not mm. work experience, but like where people come <laughs> and talk about their jobs. So we all everybody ran off, and we had to, and we all had to, we had to go back to school for that. Yeah. So we meet and like three people walking back, and Mr. Walcott said, "Comes like, where are you guys just now?" And they're like, <laughs> "Oh no, I just went to my house because I had the excuse that my house was right there." And he knows, so I was like, "I was in my house." He's like, "Oh yeah, sure, okay, cool. I know you live there. Come. What were you to do?" He's like, "Oh yeah, no, we just went to his house with him. We just like went to go get a few uh, and like relax in it." So yeah, we just went, and he's like, mm, "Okay, okay, all right." Then, then he just drove off in it. <laughs> we just carried on walking to school. So yeah, that was a funny moment. There was also other times where like one of our PE teachers knew he heard like random like people talk about a fight during PE. And he came and he saw us another time where everyone just ran off and scattered and everybody started running left and right in random directions because oh obviously nobody God. wants to get caught in it. But then they, he could see. So you'll see some people and they will get in trouble. But yeah. obviously some people you just can't see because they just run off. Too many to, people. Too many. There's like 30 of us just <laughs> surrounding two people. So in the end of the day, there's only so much you could do. Okay. I think we're almost out of time, but I'll end it on this. Um... What piece of advice, based on your life experience, would you give to the people listening or to Kaho listening? To Kaho. <laughs> to us. of advice. Advise us, Sean. Well, that you've learned. Nowhere. The thing is, because now, life, areas in London generally improving, isn't it? So, you're not really, I don't think you're going to be in a situation like I was when I was, like, 15. But, if I could say one thing, I'm just going to repeat what my lovely teacher Mr. Vaughan said manners make the man or woman mm-hmm. so it doesn't cost you anything to say please or thank you doesn't. it doesn't affect you to open the door for somebody Yeah, it's just even even if they don't say thank you back to you it's just a good gesture for yourself to do to somebody else is to like open the door mm-hmm. help them which lug, like, sh- like so say if an old lady needs to go upstairs helping them it's just a nice thing to do like even if it doesn't get you a thank you mm-hmm. doesn't get you a reward just just good makes to do the it. world a better place makes it the does. world a better place if one by one you do something good mm-hmm. so yeah that's what i give wow. to everybody that's some good advice that's there. very good advice yeah. we like that thank you mr vaughan mr vaughan thank there you mr vaughan thank you mr vaughan i hope i meet you no i don't lovely man scary but lovely man Scary. Yeah, he's like six foot four. He's a very massive man. Oh, he's ginormous. Big, big man. Yeah, he got big tattoo on his right arm. He's a scary guy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's very funny and very like he's but a very he, lovely guy. So he yeah. clearly had an impact on you. Yeah, then. no, he's a very he's definitely one of my favorite teachers. So yeah. Well, if you're listening, Mister Vaughan, you are one of well, Sean's. I'm sure teachers. he is. Oh, yeah. he's definitely. <laughs> send send him this. Oh, I'm gonna go to the school during the summer. I'm just gonna give it to all my teachers. 
the podcast. Yeah, I'm just going to give it to all my teachers. Yeah, they would love that, actually. Yeah, they would. They're going to laugh. Would they? (laughs) No, they'll be like, what? Okay, you're you're actually doing something. You've achieved something. (laughs) Famous podcast host, sure. Hey, I mean, making a podcast is not easy. It's not easy. Come in here. You have to actually commit to this, and we are. Yes. It's so hot. This one has drained me. (laughs) I'm so hot. Yeah, it well, is very hot in this room. Yeah, well. Um, so you think we'll call it there. Yeah, that's my life. We shall. Well, that's Sean's life. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Oh, that well, concludes okay. the interviews. No, nope. we're no. done. Toby, we'll, we'll be back <laughs> next week with Toby's. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll record Toby's um, tomorrow, no. and then we'll post it. Yeah, a week after this one. After this one, I will be ready to interview oh. thoroughly. Yes, we will. Pr- questions all going to be prepared. Yeah, oh. can't wait. Can't wait. Well. well all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Do you have <laughs> any suggestions for what we should, uh, who should we interview next? I mean, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. anything. Just let us know. Send DM us. us. Yep. We might be taking a break. This will Toby's interview will probably be the It'll last. Be the last podcast before summer. We don't know. I maybe, how much of a yeah. break it's taking. Yeah, I think maybe we'll have maybe th- a month, maybe a month of content. Yeah, so we'll miss a couple. Yeah, couple I may, there. I may interview some of my. Some friends from home. From oh, home. there you go. You might get some bonus content. Exactly. So, yes, from just, Thailand. It may just be me, but... You'll be home, but we'll be back very quickly. We will be back. You you won't know you. We'll always be there. <laughs> we are always watching. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>